good morning, good morning, everyone. Let's get started. Have you been looking for a podcast to help you transform your physical and mental? One that'll shoot you straight between the eyes with truth and no BS, helping you have the right mindset to accomplish things, the iron will and fortitude to follow through with what you say you're going to do. No excuses. Mark owns martial arts schools, and after 30 years, he has some real insight for real talk, real life, real conversations, motivational, fitness, self-defense, Weight loss live from the Great One Eight. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox. All right. Good morning, everyone. All right. Just getting kind of set up here. Hope everybody's doing well. So you, it's just you and me today, guys. I planned on not having a guest this week. You know, I started my podcast out this way where it was just kind of me. And then I started the interviewing process. And I really enjoy all the guests that I get to interview. But every once in a while, I just want to come, pop on, and just give you a talk from my standpoint of lessons learned by me and maybe something that you can pick up. And questions I may have, because people ask me questions all the time. So I just thought, hey, you know what? I'm just going to pop in on here, and we're going to go over this a little quick. I, listen, I do have some sponsors real quick. I just want to say thank you to my ama out there with Daniela and Emilio Roman. They're always out there championing for me. I appreciate them. And I have a coffee company. I'd like to just show you a short commercial real quick. I'm not sure if you're a coffee drinker like I am, but I'd like to go ahead and, and show you our, our brand. and. If that's something you want to support, we certainly would appreciate it. Looking for the best cup of coffee to start your day? Look no further than America's Best Coffee Brew. Our well-crafted coffee is made simple to enjoy with a smooth and delicious taste that's sure to please. And with our easy doorstep delivery, you don't have to leave the comfort of your home to enjoy it. That's why we only roast our beans when we receive your order, ensuring you get the highest quality cup of joe and most flavorful coffee possible to enjoy the great outdoors or just lounging at home. Order today and experience the bold, rich, and authentic taste of America's Best Coffee Brew. Order now at americasbestcoffeebrew.com. All right, so we're back. Good morning, everyone. We've got some listeners popping on already. Hope you guys are having an awesome week. This is Monday morning, and we're, let's, let's quarterback the morning and see how we do and go over some – what I wanted to go over today a little bit of certain things. We're, so we're in the fourth quarter already, right? We're in the fourth quarter of the year. And what does it look like? Are we are we on plan? Did, did we do anything that we set out to do in the beginning of the year that we said that we would accomplish by the end of this year. And the reward is that we can still have time to do that. We still have time because we still have a few months left, right? We have the few weeks in October, a couple of weeks in October. We have all of November and all of December to wrap these things up. So either we can wrap them up or we can say, oh, we're kind of getting into the holiday mode. So we kind of put the brakes on everything. And I say it's time to put the gas pedal on everything. 
and keep moving and driving forward. So if there's something that hasn't been accomplished yet, or maybe your goals haven't been reached in your business relationships or uh, your children, whatever that may be, maybe that's what we need to kind of focus in on for, for the time being. So I put out there, you know, I had some questions, uh, you know, if you guys have some questions and I want to talk a little bit about today, I'm going to end this. I'm going to end the, uh, the podcast talking about friendships and the kind of friendships that you should have so you don't do life all by yourself. And so I want to make sure we dive into some of these questions that we have this morning. So here's some questions that I got from a business standpoint. What would be something you wish you knew or did sooner in starting your business? Well, I can tell you this as as evolved as I've become in, in, in running a martial arts school. I personally was not no one said that I would ever be able to do this, right? Um, you, you don't have the right, you don't have the right education. You don't look like a martial artist. Uh, everything that you can possibly be told that you can and can't do, I was told. And so I just went after it anyway. But what I wished I did a little bit when I started my business is to really have a a business plan, which I didn't have. I just kind of jumped into it. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to do it. Two, I wish I would have got a coach right out of the gate and not wait until the the very last second of me doing uh, doing something that, uh, you know, and making all these mistakes because I just didn't understand the business side of martial arts. So if there's anything I could do, wish I knew sooner in starting my business was solid business plan delegation who's going to be doing what of course in my in mine i was doing everything right i was teaching i was cleaning i was selling i was doing everything because i was all brand pretty brand new at at everything so i had to do all those things myself and the other thing it would have done is got myself a coach and and i really really wish in the beginning days i had a financial coach i had somebody that would direct me on don't be frivolous with your money utilize your business to make your money so that you can have a living and then have a way to invest. Your business should be a tool of investment. Where else are you going to you get your, your your money in? Where else are you going to put it so that by the time you're my age and this age comes quickly, and I know you guys have heard this a million times, and I did when I was a younger guy too, that, hey, the age comes on quick. And guess what? It does. It comes on real quick. And unfortunately, you you get smarter sometimes as you age and you're kind of frivolous and with with things when you're young and that was me that i i definitely did that right i lived uh you know a bunch of car payment life and instead of really directing my money and in, into making it grow and so as you know as it grows and i become older i have a way of um enjoying the second part of life that's what i wanted to do and i just didn't do it so in that question, in that standpoint, the question would be, in business standpoint, would it be something you wish you knew or did sooner in starting your business? So in that quick answer is, right, business coaching, finding a, a good CPA that understands how, how to make sure you don't pay the taxes that you need and keep you out of being tax audited. So I think a strong CPA is something that you have, a strong attorney to keep you and your, when you have release forms and all that kind of stuff to keep you safe, make sure you have strong insurance so that there's nothing that, that you know, something happens that comes back 
that you have you're insured to go through it. And last but not least, continue your education on how to grow in in your niche, whatever that's going to be, whether it's going to conventions or whatever that is, to find that one idea that you can to explore and expand on. So that that would be mine. So let's see. <laughs> What's something you learn? What's something you want to learn or improve on? Well, that can be real can that can be a, a, a real can of worms right there. What is something I'd I'd like to improve on? If you're looking at from a personal standpoint or you're looking for a business standpoint, I guess that there's two different things, right? Because I do enjoy um, my jujitsu. That's something I like to improve on. I put time in on that mat. I put time in on the mat when I was learning Krav Maga. Uh, I still put time in on that. I put time in when I was doing, uh, you know, Tongsudo and, and teaching and, and going up the ranks in that, which I still enjoy doing. So those, you know, that when you say what I want to learn, even at my age, right? 62, is there, is there more stuff to learn? Absolutely, man. I want to learn how to make it so important to tell people that are underneath me or in my organizations and stuff, how to invest in your future, how not to live a frivolous lifestyle, how to take the money that you have and invest it properly and grow yourself a wealth that can carry on from generations. Man, this is what I really wish I had when I was a younger guy on how to have generational wealth. How does that look? Who took me by the hand and said, okay, when you do this, this is how, this is where you need to put money away. And I just didn't do it. I had the opportunity to do it. I just didn't do it. I just didn't have anybody there uh, coaching me and, and, and pushing me along. You know, a lot of times, when you're out there and you're young and you want to just, you want to buy the new car. I remember having a Jaguar and a brand new Jaguar and a brand new expedition. And then you want, you want to have this flashy life. So what one of them was uh, I bought and then one of them's on a lease, right? Because the lease is cheaper. So you're not really, you're not really playing. You're not really playing this game of, oh, look at me, look at me. I'm driving my Jag. Uh, you know, I'm leasing the Jag because I can't afford the payments to own it. Right. And I can't afford just to buy it outright. So I'm, I'm playing, I'm, I'm playing rich. And then I have my brand new expedition uh, right along with it. So I, I'm putting this countless amounts of money uh, into depreciating assets. And I really didn't, didn't understand that at that point in my life on just how depreciating it is and how to live a uh, below your means so that you can be uh, wealthy and, uh, live uh, above those, those what what you thought you could live, and I just didn't do it. So unfortunately for me, which if there's something I, I continue to learn on is how to even uh, as older generations, and I watch. So let me just I'll get you real personal with you real quick, right? So my Social Security statement, I'm 62. So my Social Security statement comes in, and guess what? Guess what I get to get every month, and if I start taking money now, I'm going to get a whole $1,700 a month. So you think about that, $1,700 a month. I've been working since I was 14 years old, 15 years old. I started off as a stock boy in the lead shoe store at Topanga Mall. I also, there was a Lindbergh Nutrition there. And so I was also the one that would go 
after they closed, Lindbergh would close at nine. I worked stock shelves until eight or so. I'd go over to Lindbergh Nutrition where they're getting ready to close, and I would wash all the dishes there at Lindbergh Nutrition. So I had two jobs at the mall, 15 years old, all these years that I've worked. And then my Social Security that I paid into for years and years and years and years is going to give me $1,700 a month. And this is across America. So now, even at my age, what I want to learn is how do I get help people get to their next level, get to their next level as far as, uh, you know, finances goes. Those young guys that are owning studios, man, how can I tell you to collectively take your money and go and invest it? Do what you can to own the property that you have your school in or learn to learn over time on, hey, is there a way I can buy a piece of property to have my school in? So that I can, I have something that is appreciating, not depreciating. And then when we get hit with COVID, we still have an asset that that we can draw from. I think all these things, and I was blessed, by the way. It wasn't like I had some magical plan and I got to have all this. I was blessed. I was blessed by uh, the the landlord of this building. That's how I got it. But I, now I see the importance of it now that I have it. And I try and carry that on. So if there's anything I can tell you, what I want to continue improving on is understanding the financial world, how to continue on being an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, but and still enjoying life. Maybe being able to watch as my kids are now all adults and have a different relationship with them that way. I think that you need to hone in on what's important in your life. And I know that I work hard. This is this is is one of those things. Do you? You can ask yourself these questions. I ask myself all the time: Am I working uh, in my business? Or am I working on my business? Am I just kind of in the grind, in the grind all the time? And I'm not really kind of taking a step back and looking on how do I how do I work on this? How do I go ahead and 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 put this in 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 perspective that I can make something even even better than what I did in the beginning. Now, I'm worlds ahead of where we were, right? I just had this simple goal. I wanted to have 100 black belts. I thought that was just a huge, lofty goal. And here we are. You know, today, just so you guys know, October of 1990 is when I opened Chatsworth Karate on the corner of DeSoto and Lassen. October of 1990 is when I opened it. So this is the month that I opened business, and that's 33 years ago. 33 years of having a business here in Chatsworth. And then this building, I've been in this building since 1999. So majority of it spent on this corner in this community that has been so good to me. And I hope that I've given back to it as much as it's given to me. And so, hey, Sandy, how you doing? We got our girl Sandy on here. I'm going to have her as a guest soon. Going to work that out. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, so 33 years is, is October. October 1990s when I opened. And here I am 33 years later, my son, who is 31 years old, here helping me run this. I remember him being a baby and me breaking bricks with him, holding my holding him in my arms and, and tiny and uh, and then breaking bricks and then watching what he is today. Yes, thank you, Sandy. Appreciate it. So with that being said, Carly, you asked that question. You know what's something I really want to learn and improve on? I think that's it. I think just having the advice and, and hoping that people uh, – you know, can take what I say and really go with it, including my own children. And the next, the next question is, what advice would I give a new business owner? I think it's just almost right in line on what I want to learn. A, a new business owner has to have a couple things, man. 
you have to have grit, number one, and you have to have a goal. And if you don't have these two things, okay, because you okay, a goal, you're go, you're going to set goals. This is what we talked about in the beginning of the show, right? Do you ha- you still have goals right now, or have you has it been to the end of the year and you haven't been able to really uh, fulfill any of the goals? Correct. Uh, maybe you fulfilled a little of them. Maybe it was a weight loss thing. Maybe you you just you know you didn't blow it. You, you you know you didn't gain. You didn't lose. Maybe you gained. Maybe you did. Maybe you got your goal. Whatever that is, you have to have some kind of goal in mind. And let me let me give you a good hint about a goal. In order to hit goals, you have to do things that others are not willing to do, especially when you don't feel like doing them. When you don't feel like doing some of the stuff that is going to further your goal because you're tired, because you're, you know, you got that voice in your head on this side, you got the B voice on one side and the boss voice on the other. And it's just, you know, it's a constant battle and we, we know the weaknesses of ourselves, And so we just kind of always kind of go with this voice. Hey man, you know, you worked hard today. You know, you know, we're going to get that thing tomorrow. And then the next thing is tomorrow. And isn't this true when it comes to food, especially right when we say, Hey, I get a deserve a cheat day. Just so you know, when I went on this super weight loss journey that I did, I didn't have cheat days. I didn't do cheat days. You know why? Because cheat hours turn into cheat days, cheat days turn into cheat weekends, cheat weekends turn into cheat weeks. And then cheat weeks turns into cheat months and cheat months turn into the next year. We'll do it again and we'll try again. That's just the way it is. So I never had those. I never did those. Uh, I never, I never thought of myself that way. It just wasn't really uh, a thought process uh, as far as that goes. I just, I'm not going to cheat for the day. I'm not going to, you know, and if I had a different type of meal, then this is just a meal that I'm having. I'm not having a cheat meal. This is the meal that I'm going to have. Is it within my macros? It's in within the macros. Is it the best that I could have? Probably not, but that's what I'm going to have anyway. And so I would encourage you guys to make sure that you don't have that. Don't have these, these, these cheat things in your mindset, right? So that's part of goals in business too, in grit. Because you're going to have to do some things that you just do not feel like doing. And you're going to learn some things. Mm-hmm. You're going to learn some really powerful lessons when you're in this uh, in this thing called business. You're going to find out that the people that you think are really rooting for you are in the background not rooting for you. And you're going to find out the ones that hardly know you are the ones that are kind of pushing you forward. Then you're going to find out sometimes that's just family too. Family's intentions really is out of love, but they even out of love, sometimes they push you in a different direction that you that you don't want to go because they don't want to see you hurt, right? So that's a that's just one of those things. And I, I encourage you guys to uh, have these confidant friends that you can have uh, real conversations with that that can help you further yourself along because you're you're going to be derailed in your goals. And you're going to be punched in the face and you're going to take some shots on, on, on a daily basis. And so I can give you a personal story. Want me to give you a personal story? This has been a really rough, probably six, six, eight weeks, right? Starting off with our Ashley getting hit by a drunk driver. You know, remnants of Carlos Mata being hit and killed on the way to the studio in the early 90s, mid 90s. When he was on his way to the studio on a Wednesday rainy night and he was hit head on and killed on the way to the karate studio by a drunk driver. 
This is why you you know you I, I'm very passionate about drunk driving because I can't stand it. I think it's just such a frivolous you know any kind of impaired driving. I don't care if it's drunk driving. I don't care if you're smoking a bowl before you get in the car. And any of that stuff is impaired driving, and it kills people. And I think it's just a, a, a frivolous, uh, selfish act to do when you have Ubers and stuff like that in today's world. I can't stand it. So we get this call that Ashley is hurt. Very reminiscent of what happened, and she's hurt. Going through surgeries and trying to keep her spirits high, trying to keep you know the pain subdued with, with a good mindset instead of good drugs, right? And that's that's one thing. Next thing happens is is Michael gets hurt. Michael gets hurt in a, in, in a full contact stick fighting, has to have surgery on his fingers. So he's been kind of tied up. He can't be 100% on the mat like he likes to be. Couple broken ribs. And so then my son gets hurt. And the same day, John gets hurt. My workout partner breaks his hand. Now he's got surgery coming up on Tuesday. So we all get that we, we, we've trying to rally around all this with, with Ashley and, and how important she is to our lives. And then the next thing that happens is, uh, you get hit by somebody runs into the building here. Somebody runs into my building. They get the young kid. Uh, early morning, ran the red light, lights in his eyes, inexperienced driver, gets hit, drives into my building. Now the front of my building is all all caved up, and we got to have insurance fix that. This is all happening now within weeks. And, I mean, I'm taking the punches on a daily. And then, wham, then a lawsuit gets filed. Uh, just, uh, I'm just like, wow. Just, I mean, what else can happen? And I remember sitting just by myself quietly. I'm sitting by myself quietly in the studio one night. Nobody was here. All the lights were kind of off and just one one dim light. And I was just sitting on the bleachers by myself, kind of having a small pity party like, um, you know, poor me. And then I said to myself, you know what? It's just like a fight, man. It's just like a fight. Some of the rounds you do really well and some rounds you're just getting pounded, right? Some days you're the hammer. Some days you're the nail. Some days you're the board getting hammered by the nail. And I just happen to be the board this 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 week. I'm getting hammered from left and right and I'm taking shots. And I'm trying, you know, I'm getting put down. But I just told myself, you know, I said, you know what? The devil's in the details. And the devil is in the details. Whether it's a lawsuit, you know, filed. Uh, somebody hit in the building, and so you got to go through this. My son getting hurt, my workout partner getting hurt, and then uh, Ashley is like my daughter getting hurt. Just one after another, one after another. And you either give up or you get some grit because it's what's going to happen in your business. It's going to happen all the freaking time. And I remember just sitting there with my hands on the thing and said, oh, you know, this is there is definitely a spiritual battle that goes on for sure. You know, you guys know I'm a Christian. I'm just like... You know, the devil's tempting. The devil's testing me. See if I'm a quitter. And I'm just not a quitter. I don't quit. And so I just remember looking back up. I looked up and I said, you know what? Keep bringing it. Keep bringing it because you ain't getting me down. I'll surpass this just like like uh, like a champ. And uh, you might have me in. The, you might have me faltering in the late rounds, but I'm going to come back. I'm the comeback kid and I'm coming back. And so you can just start seeing now if you have this kind of grit and this kind of uh, 
you know, grind, you're going to get through things. And I think that's the best thing that I've ever heard. And I say it quite often, this too shall pass. And I've said it to my son. I've said it to myself. You know, you're going through pain or you're going through whatever. And this too shall pass. This too shall pass. At some point, you know, you're not going to live in this constant. If, if you if you allow yourself, you will. But if you don't allow yourself, you won't. So I just gave you some personal stories about that on what's grit, what's grind, and what that looks like. And when you start a business, you're going to have to have it all, right? You're going to have to have some roles. You're going to have to trust other people to get things done. I'm not very good at that. I'm, I'm, I'm the guy that kind of just says, you know what, uh, if it gets done, uh, if you don't do it, I'm just going to do it myself. And I just, you know, I, I plug down and get things done. And then guess, guess what? Guess what happens after that? Then we get resentment that happens because somebody is not pulling their weight. And, and you're like, you know what? I'm doing all this shit. You're not doing nothing. What are we doing? We need to get together. We need to come together and, and do things. You know what? I'll just do it myself. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm one of these guys. I'm one of these guys. I don't do it very good. Um, oh, there, that's very nice, Vera. Appreciate it. Vera came on. Yeah, we love your kids too. So let's talk about this uh, second part of what I have in here, right? You know, on, 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 on friendships, on, on people, on, on what kind of friends should we have? So I have this little outline for this podcast, right? And I just want to, I just want to go over this. Tell me what you guys think. You guys tell me what, what you think about. I heard this and I was like, man, this is solid. This is solid advice. This is something that I agree with on some of this stuff I really have. And some I just don't. So let's let's talk about these five friends in your life. When I heard this, I was just like, I really want to share this with some other people. I definitely want to uh, share this with some other people. Let me see if Sandy's going to go. Let me see what she and Sandy wrote here. The devil's a punk and throwing a tantrum. You do such great. You're an impacting, inspiring children, families, generations, raising up warriors. People of good character and substance, armor up, praying and fighting alongside you. Love you guys. Yeah, that's that. We're going to talk about those type of friends that that come alongside and, and pray for you for sure. You know, and, you know, just so you guys know, men are the worst at. Well, I don't know. Some men today are kind of. Uh, they like to talk a lot. Most men I do. I know in my circle, we, we just don't really talk. We just kind of go with the flow. So let's go over these five type of friends, right? This, so let's go with number one. Tell me if you guys agree with this kind of stuff or not, right? You have the this friend, right? The covenant friend. The one that is your ride or die. The friend who's always there for you through thick or thin. Your confidant. You know, they'll cherish you. They'll, they'll hope for you. They're loyal. They're dependable. Those are such rare, just so you know. You want to know how you know if you have a really good one? By who gives you a ride to the airport. Then you start knowing you have some confident friends. I remember putting out, hey, I need a ride to the airport. I'm sorry, guys, but it's uh, it's super early in the morning. And, you know, my sons couldn't do one because he had to make sure he took Ariel to school. 
I remember this vividly. And guess I had one person I've had, I don't know, man, I got 5,000 friends, right? I got one person that, sh- that called in and said, Hey, Mr. Cox, I'll be there and I'm picking you up. Guess who it was? It was Ashley. Ashley Sage. Three o'clock in the morning at my door, taking me, taking me to the airport. It's just who she is. So you have to have this confident friend, right? Number one, right? The definition, loyalty, dependability, supports in every situation. Personal antidotes are stories that exemplify a confident friend. Do you have some of those, those stories just like I had right now? Think about that in your head. Do you have somebody like that? Who is that? Number two friend, right? The spiritual friend. The friend who provides spiritual guidance, upliftment, and support. Listen. I know when you're just when you're getting hammered on a daily. I do some things personally for myself when there's times that I need to kind of have uh, this talk with God for a second. And I've told everybody before, I call it pressing and praying. If you look at my Spotify lists, it says God's list for the home gym. And this is all music in that I have in this playlist for that particular time i press and i pray press and i pray i just believe that exertion working out and all that there's something to be said about it when you're when you're physically in it and you're physically pushing yourself through things and you got that music playing in your head and you're talking to god and sometimes the talks are great sometimes they're angry sometimes they're like you know what the frick you know how much more you know how much more stuff you're going to throw at me and i'd be i'd be amiss to say that as soon as I say it, he'll throw some more stuff at me. So uh, be careful what you pray for because it would come today. But do you have that spiritual friend, right? Praise for you. Offer spiritual advice during challenging times. Do you have that? Let me tell you how important that is for married couples. If I can just talk to you for a second. Not that I had this great, uh, you know, uh, in that department. But I can tell you this. If your friends are are championing your marriage, then they're true friends. If they're just championing you, which they should, and not giving you super spiritual advice, that may not be the right fit. You know, you've got to go to people that want to champion the outcome so that you can get on on track properly. Are they grounded in faith? Does it help you stay grounded in yours? Are you going to the friend just to hear um, what you want to hear. Cause sometimes that's what we do, right? We're, we're looking for advice. We're not really looking for advice. We're looking for you to agree with me. And if you don't agree with me, you are, I'm just going to be pissed off at you too. So if you're not, I'm, I'm looking for that person to agree. So if you're looking for the agreeable friend, that's not one of those five friends we're talking about guys. That's not your confidant. That's not your spiritual friend. All right. Confident friend. The friend you can celebrate your wins with, the ones that's just a champion, everything that you do, right? This is number three, right? We have a covenant friend. That's your ride or die. You know, you all those things. Then you have that confident friend that says, hey, man, you just won the lottery. That is so awesome. And they champion and, and celebrate your success. Genuine happiness for your achievements. Trustworthy and non-judgment. These are that confident friend. This is that friend that you get to go to and shares your excitement with you. Because like I said before, not everybody is your friend and not every enemy is your enemy. Just so you know. 
some people that are your friends that they really there to see you not succeed, but to fail. You've had those friends. I've had those friends. They kind of, listen, I've said this story before and I'll say it again with this friendship right here. The ones that really celebrate your success. And I remember doing this even out of my own. When I first wrote a book, I thought in my head, hey, you know what? I'm going to be able to sell a thousand of these books. No problem. I thought that's going to be not an issue. I'm going to have these pre-orders. And let me tell you, my confident friends, my confidant, I probably had about five right out of the gate that went right in ordered pre-ordered one of the first five that did it and i didn't even come near selling a thousand books now i've got four thousand friends which means i've got a lot of people watching what i do i got a lot of people liking what i do champion you from afar but are they really are they really dialed into you are they you got to ask yourself these questions do my people um that do are the people that are in your corner are they really in your corner are they or are they just kind of there to see how you do or to see that you have success and then not really champion your success man that's th those are some tough things to to um, talk about for sure because for one thing for sure i can tell you is i thought man i'll I, this is a lesson for me this is another lesson when i made wrote my book i thought man, this is just not going to be a problem. And even in the the author world, the author world where we were working alongside each other, all launching our books at the same time, a room full of hundreds of people, guess what? I would say maybe 20% 20, 20 of them bought the book. Yeah, I encourage you as a friend, right? If you have a new friend and you are that confidant friend, that you go and you champion what your what your people are doing. And I'll give you an example of mine. I, I don't I, I I'd like to give you personal stories, not just amped up, but you guys all know Jason Flame. You know that he 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 has a school out in Moore Park. He I've been I've known him since a little kid. He worked for me and now you know we're we're almost at peers at this point. You know, he might come to me for some advice as his kids are starting to be adults and stuff like that but he's you know he's he's got his own thing and he's now he has a hand in some restaurants out in moore park and he's got his little ice cream shop he's got his hands in a little bit on that one and a little bit and guess what every time i'm in moore park man i may stop by and i really enjoy his that one restaurant he is part of and i always go have breakfast there for him you know i i, I want to see it succeed i want to um, even one of his students uh, named Seth, he, one of the Chromagon instructors, he's got a drink place there. I wanted to make sure I go and we bought some stuff from him and so that we could uh, encourage his business and, and support and support him. Got to do that, man. That's the kind of friends you got to be. Why would you want, why would you want your friends to give you some killer deal instead of just go in there, pay for your meals and, and because they have, you know, they've got employees, they got all this kind of stuff and then just go in there and, and champion them and do what you got to do. That's what you got to be. Are you that confident friend? And I've got some of those, right? I definitely have some, but not to the extent, man, I was like really surprised when I found out, um, just, I, I, I thought, man, I'm just going to be this super author, you know? 
it went bestseller on on some things. But you know what? Let me just be truthful on that, right? Bestseller author. Let me just be give you some real. Okay, that's an algorithm. I, that's something I learned. If everybody buys something as as a Kindle all at the same time, and you pool all your friends together and resources, and you knock this thing out in an hour in a certain category, wham! Amazon will hit you as a best-selling author on something that costs like a dollar ninety-nine because you guys all did it for me when I put it out there. I had enough people. Now, once again, what what is my friend count like four thousand, three thousand? I don't know, right? On my on my Facebook, I put it out there, and I had about. A hundred people out of that go and pay the dollar ninety nine and push my book to bestseller, and it's an algorithm that happened, and that was that's just what I'm talking about. Those people that came up behind me, I don't know. Did, you tell me what you think about that. You know, I got got, got side note talking about it. The hospitable friend is number four, right? The friend who genuinely cares about your well being and emotions, characteristics. Ask about your heart and your well-being. And I hate this kind of saying. It creates a safe space. You know, the safe space thing is is a weird thing today because it just sounds so cliche. But you got to have somebody that you can talk to about some real stuff that will keep their frigging mouth shut. Okay? Just shut up. Don't talk to anybody else. When I tell you this in confidence, I need to have a space where I can tell you, okay, even if I'm pissed off, you're the one that's going to hear it. I don't want anybody else to hear it. You're the one I want to hear it. Just keep it here with us. Shut your face. Are you that type of friend, that hospitable friend? You know, that really cares about the heart. Or have you had that? Listen, I'm talking to my guys now. Ladies, I, I can tell you this. You know, most guys, you're going to hear them. If you ever hear guys talk, they're going to say, hey, man, how you doing? And you'll hear most. This will be the majority of most guys. Yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, everything's good. Everything's tight. It's good. Let me tell you something. It's not good all the time. Trust me. It's just not. They're just going to pick and choose battles. Guys are just going to pick and choose battles and not really care. And we're not going to be sitting around talking and singing Kumbaya. But you got to have that one friend that you can. Maybe you're going to share a little bit of tears with. Okay. Or you're going to share a little bit of rage with. Or you're going to have that same friend that really cares about your heart. And he's going to get on the mat. And he's going to take a, take a couple rounds with you and get some of this frustration out with you on the mat. That's that hospitable friend. And then we all got this one, right? The hitman. This is the one, this is the friend that you say, Hey, this is what's happening. I need to, we need to gather up. We need to go do some damage. And they're the kind of guy that's going to grab a bat and say, ask zero questions and say, where do we meet? Let's rock and roll. That's the hitman friend. That's the hitman friend. Now, here's what, you, here's what you have to ask yourself. Do you have these friends, number one? Then you have to ask yourself, you know, I got, I got a friend that hits about four out of these five. I got, a, I got a friend that hits about four out of these five things, right? The covenant, the spiritual the confidant, the hospitable, and the hitman. If you've got that friend that does all those things for you, you need to call them up today, and you need to thank them for being a gotten your back. You know, maybe that's your spouse, maybe that's somebody outside of your 
your marriage. Maybe this is your, the, when we always say that's my ride and die, that's the one that kind of knows us intimately that says, hey, I'm here for you. Uh, I got you. No questions asked. And that we, they will pick up a bat and go with you on what on whatever battle you're you're getting ready to, to uh, go after. Are you are you those friends? If you have those friends, you need to, you need to call them up and you need to thank them. You need to thank them profusely if they're in those three or four, because you probably have about five solid friends that you have. And maybe you have one that is your spiritual friend. That's what you go to, man. Hey, listen, you know, I need a little bit of prayer for this. I need this. I'm struggling. And you need that, you need that spiritual friend. Maybe you need the the one that you got this super win and you just get so excited that you wanted to tell something to somebody. And you needed to just release that and say, Hey, I want to share this with you. I don't want to be you know, maybe I'll give you a personal story about Kathy on that. Let me give you a personal story about Kat. I get a phone call from Kat one day. And she goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm nothing. I'm right here for you. What you need? And she goes, I want to share this with you. I want to share this with you. And she's kind of teary-eyed. Uh, I said, okay. I said, is everything okay? Or I mean, do I got to get my bat? Am I the, you know, am I the hitman or the ride or die? Where, where, where am I, Logan? And where am I at? And she goes, no, I just want to tell you about this. And she, I don't know, I guess she was coming out of work and there was somebody that was very hungry. She just felt something there. And she decided that she's going to feed this person. And so what she did is she did all this and she gave the food and everything else. And then when she went to the car, she had just caught a glimpse of just how happy they were to have some food. And it just over, I don't, it just overjoyed her at that particular moment. She just felt so good about making somebody else feel good. She just wanted to let it out, but she didn't want to be a boastful person. And you're not going to put that out on on Facebook or, or, or Instagram. But she just wanted to share this particular moment with me on just how emotional that was for her and how it just really made her feel good. That she really felt like she helped somebody. Because she could see uh, by the car, you know, they didn't see her watching. She just knew. And so that was just something that she enjoyed. So I thought I, I, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Are you that friend that, that gets to share those, those little intimate parts or those intimate things in life that nobody else knows about just you two. And, uh, you know, you get to encourage them and say, I'm so glad that that happened for you. It's a way to go. And I just want to make sure that you guys, if you have those friends that, you know, that you appreciate them. The next is appreciating friends. The next is building your friend posse. Listen, if you don't have that, I encourage you to go build it. If you go out and build it, they'll come to you. You got to do that. Go out and build that. Go out and build that that friendship that you're looking for. Uh, get get those friends. Maybe it's just maybe it's just these uh, these this one one or two people that are almost hit the mark for every one of these. 
right? That hit hit every one of these. And I want you to encourage this now. Listen, those friends, sometimes friends don't tell you what you want to hear. They tell you what you need to hear. They tell you that, you know, what what, what is your thought process here? What are you, stupid? You know, has anybody told you that the way you're thinking is just not, not, not right? And are you the type of friend that can receive it? Are you guys have a strong enough bond that you can receive something that you don't want to hear? Doesn't mean you can't have to agree on everything. You mean you might agree to disagree, but there's not this resentment that goes with it once you disagree. Correct? There's not this dis. You know, there's not this disconnect. Well, I'm not going to tell you anything anymore. You don't. You're not telling me what I want to hear. That's not the kind of friends we need. We need to hear the friends. We need to have be. We need to be that person that that telling me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. Sometimes need and wants are the same thing, but not not necessarily. I need that friend that's going to say this. Listen, I think you're looking at this wrong. I think you're 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 too emotionally attached to it. I think you need to take a step back. Now I say that because I've had some friends. I felt like I'm being attacked on different levels. And so I would call and I only have a couple of people that I do this with. And I say, what do you think about this? This is how I took that. And they'll say, well, based on your story, I didn't take it that way. I don't think it's that. I don't think that's a personal thing. I think part of it's a business thing, but I don't think it's a personal thing. And then I got to step back and say, maybe I'm just overreacting. That sucks. You know, but right, you need to have that so you don't react to something that you have a feeling on without kind of rubbing it through. See, we got to do life kind of together a little bit. We've got to be able to, uh, to use each other to talk about things out so we can see different perspectives, different choices, and make sure that we make the right choice in life. I think that's what I really wanted to get about today and, and hope that you guys have some kind of, of thought process when it comes to picking your friends and having does. If you have teenagers, I tell these teenagers this all the time that, you choose your friends wisely. Don't be taken in by peer pressure for them. If it's peer pressure friendship, it's not friendship. If it's friendship that that wants to rally around you and and support you when you're down, celebrate you when you're up, and you do the same thing, that's what you're looking for. That's lifetime friendships, man. And just so you know, I don't have any of those from high school. I got still friends from junior high. Those days were a little bit better for me. But I definitely, I don't have that, have all that, those friends that I do now. And I have a handful of friends. So with that being said, guys, as I kind of wrap this up today, you guys got me by myself a little bit today. I, just, I, I, I schedule myself on purpose this way because this is kind of my roots, just so you know. I started the podcasting just talking about life, just life in general, about some of my struggles that I have. Because I believe once I have some of my struggles and in, in, in that you guys maybe have the same thing. And I just wanted to go over this. Um, I, I heard about these five friends. I, I heard about it and I was writing it down. I was kind of taking notes to myself. Do I have this? Who would I? Who in my life is like this? And I kind of wrote. And of course, it's the same people in the same right in the same same line who are who are aligned with me that way. And who kind of champion for me. And I said, you know, I just want to go over with this. I think this is important that that everybody 
understands these five friends and and if you have them great appreciate them if you don't get them you know build that posse build that build that thing around you and so this is just back to my roots this is how i started my podcast it was just me and the mic letting you guys know and i've listen if you go listen to my first few podcasts i've gotten much better at speaking i've gotten much better at at having a thought process and and ending properly and having having everything uh, kind of flow better you know i'm still a work in progress myself i mean, I've, I've listened to myself and i said man i don't i say a lot of filler words sometimes or i was listening to my beginning times and i started toastmasters after i did a speech contest a few times and i didn't win first place so it really irritated me so i said okay i need to get better at speaking and so i entered toastmasters and i have really enjoyed the process of toastmasters and becoming uh better and better at, at speaking and and i speak on a weekly basis now just to get a better better bet and you know to, to be able to further my thought process to make sure my thoughts are are the way they need to be am i uh expressing myself am i not saying filler words and um so and i still catch myself i caught myself several times on this one that using filler words so or so you know and um that's what we do that those those type of words they and now it drives me crazy when I hear it to try and be a better communicator and have less filler words, and so you can communicate yourself better. And now I ha I have my instructors trying to li I listen to them talk on the mat, saying stop using the filler words all the time. Take a deep breath. If you got to do something, actually pause. Don't say so. This is what we're going to do. Just pause. Say, have you guys heard what I said? And then you just pause. Do you understand it? Do you feel that? And that just becomes us better communicators. And that's just kind of where I'm at. So I'm always kind of trying to improve myself to have have the audience engage a little bit more. Hopefully you got something out of the five friendships. I certainly enjoy my time with you guys uh, out here. I'm probably going to do a little more um, single ones because I really enjoy them. I really enjoy coming on here and, and speaking on some uh, personal topics that in fact, you know, that's uh, affected my life. And some personal stories that I get to uh, tell about other people, but not that I'm not going to have guests. I'm going to have guests. I'm I'm already booked. I got one next week that's going to be a great guest, and I've got Sandy coming up. That's going to be a, a great, awesome. You're not going to want to miss Sandy. She she's coming from human trafficking, her background, and what her story is when we get her on is going to be heart wrenching, but there's always victory. There's always victory at the end. So I'm looking forward to having Sandy on on my podcast. And by the way, Sandy will be our keynote speaker, one of them anyway, at our AKMF event in January. She will be a keynote speaker at that one where you really kind of get to hear her her story and her history. So we're looking forward to it becoming on the mat. Guys, do me a favor. Okay, this is how a podcast, just so you guys know, maybe I need to educate a little bit because I don't talk about it that much. But I have a YouTube channel right beyond the mat and i have i'm on spotify apple and all that if you guys if you want to help us as as podcasters it's not by how many downloads you get it's about how many subscribes you, you get or how many reviews you get that kind of kick you up a level so if you can go to the youtube channel and subscribe it helps us out it's at it's, it's at beyond the mat is it at beyond the mat it could be at Beyond the Mat Mark with Mark Cox, or it's just at Beyond the Mat. You'll find it on the YouTube channel. You can go to markcox.com, 
you'll find my YouTube channel there and you'll find everywhere I'm at. So on Spotify, on, on Apple, on all the, all the other, all the other top podcasting audio podcasts. Cause what I do is I download the audio and then I have an audio portion of what I've done here live on video. So if you guys can go and subscribe and review, it certainly helps any of us as podcasters, even my other friends that have podcasts that are out there. If you can go out and do the same thing for them, it just kind of lifts us up together. Remember, if you want to see when the sea rises, the ships rise. So when we all rise together, so does the ships. And it kind of just brings us into that next level. So if you can help with that, go review, go go subscribe. That certainly helps us out uh, big time. And my website at markcox.com has all my audio, even from my early on times that I've been doing this now for for several years now. It's got my early on time. I talked a lot about my my weight loss journey in the beginning and what keto looked like. And so if you guys can go on there and do that kind of stuff for me, I'd really appreciate it. If you would, there's a little share button right there. If you share this show, if there's got something out of it and you say, hey, I'm going to share this with some friends, that certainly helps get our word out there a little bit. Maybe there's something today that caught your caught your attention, then you can just hit that little share button, go off and and, and tell everybody what it is. Uh, I got a DM here while I'm, let me see this. I got another comment here, right? Yes, I got another comment saying thanks. And so I got a DM too. This is my book, by the way. Those are uh, This is the book I wrote called Beyond the Mat. Life Lessons in Grit, Grinding Growth. It's at beyondthematbook.com if you guys want a copy. Or you can go find it on Amazon also. Uh, you're, you're welcome to go and, and, and get it. Talk about some of the lessons that I have. You know, maybe I'll end with that today. Maybe one thing in here. Um, uh, let, let, let me see. Let's let's talk about one thing. Okay. Let's end with one thing in my book. And you guys can get a little flavor for it, and then I'll let you go. So this is about me. Feelings of lack of purpose began to creep their way into my thought process. I had to quickly shift this off. I'm Coach Mark. No, wait. I'm a master black belt coach. No one or any situation is going to take me down without a fight. So I began to fight for my life. I woke up one morning after a disturbing dream with a clear decision to press forward. Press means P-R-E-S-S. -S. Prosper. Regain. Elevate. Strengthen. Start again. Press is exactly what I did from that day on. And this is why I made it a point to share healthy eating lifestyles with my instructors. It was clear to me that, that the buildings I helped open would only be as strong as the buildings in me. It was clear the foundation of any strong structure started with me. I had to regain my purpose and realize that's more in me. There's more in me. So that's a little snippet of my book. I got some pretty personal stuff in here that you guys can can uh, talk about uh, or read about. That's where my book is, beyondthematbook.com, or you can go on and look up Beyond the Map Mark Cox on Amazon. You can grab it there too. If you grab it from the website, though, I can sign the copy. I have them here. I'll sign it for you. At, you know what? Let me just put this in the notes. Let me put Beyond the Mat book.com you can order it right there 
It'll come to me. I'll, I'll, I'll sign it for you. I've got several here at the, at the, at the studio. I'll sign it off to you, send it off to you. If you got it, Christmas coming up, if you got looking for a gift for somebody, I believe it's a good solid read. It'd give you about a lot of stories. It'd talk about having grit, having grind. Listen, I was, I was, man, I was punched several times not to, I should not have a studio like I have today. I didn't, I didn't graduate. I barely graduated high school. I took a GED at high school, but here I am. If I can do it, you can do it. If I can, if I can elevate myself to the top of, of my profession, you can do the same thing. All it takes is grit and grind and the growth in the process. You got those three things. You're going to take it to the top. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in with me today. Anything else that you guys have, go ahead and uh, DM me. I'll be doing more of these. Have an awesome You've been listening to Real Talk with Mark Cox. Real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss, and coming at it from a real angle. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at MarkCox100. Make sure to subscribe and review. And tell a friend or two about the show. For more, hit up the website at MarkCox.com. Till next time, keep it real.